This episode from the life of Sherlock Holmes will be transmitted to our men and women overseas by shortwave and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. Welcome, fellow Sherlockians. I'm Mike. And I'm Tom. And this is I Heart Sherlock. Welcome back, fellow Sherlockians. Today we are live from the rock that Zeus chained Prometheus to. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. Great, great folks over there on Mount Olympus. Really appreciate you. Yeah, some really, lightning over there, though. Little, That's not good. It's a little lightning thunder. I think, there was a, I think there was a bull running around around here yeah. somewhere. An owl. It's very interesting. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, today we are going to be discussing the stockbroker's clerk and... At long last, oh, we made it. We made it. Yeah, we made it. The white worm. <laughs> but before we get started, Tom has another uh, interesting bit of information for us. Yes, today. I thank you. I I found uh, another list. Last time we looked at um, some of the best uh, actors to portray Sherlock Holmes in Correct. film. So appropriately, I saw a list of the top ten worst Sherlock Holmes movies. That's fantastic. Uh, and I thought that was appropriate for today's finale uh, of The White Worm. I think so. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this is an interesting list. I know, and I, I even looking at what's here at the bottom, 10 to 1, I know we're going to disagree with some of these. Probably. So uh, are we ready? I'm ready. All right. All right. Number 10, Pursuit to Algiers. Basil Any, Rathbone. Anything with Basil in it is gold. I uh, listen. This is what I'm saying. But there it is, number ten, the that, tenth worst Sherlock Holmes. That's movie. crazy. 1945. Yeah. Well, if you thought that was bad, uh, number nine, Terror by Night. What? Again, Basil Rathbone. 1946. That had uh, Captain Moran in it. Yeah, that was. I think that's one of the. One of my favorite uh, Basil Rathbone, Terror by Night. That's a good one. Yeah. I would have put that up with, with the good Basil Rathbone. Yeah. All right, all right. L last one, I think. Number eight, uh, Sherlock Holmes in Washington, Basil Rathbone, 1943. Now, that's not my favorite of the Rathbones. Right. But um, eighth worst Sherlock Holmes movie? No. No. <laughs> None no. of those three belong on that list. No. None of them at all. <laughs> I know. I can think, because you know what's not on this list? Is that Sherlock Holmes versus the Dinosaurs movie? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The one you and that about. should be somewhere on this list. It should be. It should be number one. <laughs> it should be number one. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. All right. Now some some non Basil Rathbone movies. Are you ready for number seven? The Triumph of Sherlock Holmes, Arthur Wanter and Ian Fleming, nineteen thirty five. Interesting. Now, have you seen this one? No, I have not. I know. I think Arthur Wanter made several. Sherlock Holmes movies around that time. Okay. Uh, I must admit, I haven't seen it. Uh, but um, judging by the DVD packaging that they have, I'm sure, Mike, that you've seen similar DVD-style packaging. Oh, yes. Those are obviously those dollar public store domain, bins. dollar yep. store Abs bargain Ab bins. Absolutely. So I'm sure it's probably out there on Prime or YouTube probably. or something for free. Yeah, probably on YouTube. Because nobody owns it. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's out there. Uh, and now I'm interested to see it, especially since it's on the worst of all. Uh, yeah. Right? 
All right, number six. Yes, sir. Uh, this is a 2002 version of The Hound of the Baskervilles. Okay. Richard Roxburgh, Ian Hart, and Richard E. Grant. No clue. Uh, I have seen this one. <clears throat> That's what that one looks like there, Mike. Oh, yeah. It's that a looks... BBC. Oh. Uh, it's a BBC one. Okay. Uh, I have seen it. I can confirm it is pretty bad. Okay. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't... It, it's bad enough for me to have forgotten it existed uh -huh. until I saw this. <laughs> <clears throat> so, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll agree with that one. That one deserves to be on the list. <laughs> right. I've seen a lot... I mean, How Did the Bad Scriptures is probably the most adapted Sherlock Holmes novel. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, I think it is. Um this is up there as one of the worst ones, I think, that I've seen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number five. We're in the bottom five now. Mm-hmm. This is 2010. All right. All right. Uh, starring Michael York, Malcolm McDowell, and John Rhys Davies. M wow. Don't get too excited. Tom and Jerry meet Sherlock Holmes. Wow, that's <laughs> bad. That's nuts. Animated movie. I have not seen this. Uh, I had no plans to ever see this because I'm sure it's pretty bad. How about Sherlock Holmes meets Basil of... Uh, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. <laughs> was it Baker? Not Baker yeah. Street. Uh, yeah, Basil of Baker Street. Basil Baker Street, yeah. No, Tom and Jerry meet Sherlock Holmes. Uh, considering Tom and Jerry are two cartoon characters that do not talk, I do not know how that movie has was possible. <laughs> right? They don't talk, right? Michael York's still knocking around. Yeah. I, wow. I, I mean, 2000. It's I. I want to say it's recent. 2010. It's not really recent. No, it's anymore. 13 years it's, ago. Yeah, that's. It's wild. Yeah, I'm feeling old now. <laughs> All right. All right. Number four. This is 1976. Roger Moore. John Huston and Patrick McNee. Sherlock Holmes in New York. I'm not gonna lie, um, Roger Moore. I really didn't care for as uh, James Bond. Right. So I'm pretty sure I won't. I won't care for him <laughs> as, Sherlock, as Holmes. Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> uh, I've heard of this movie, but I've never seen it. Mm -hmm. If I remember correctly, and I could be completely wrong, mm -hmm. I think it's um, like Sherlock Holmes time travels. Into okay. then, you know, 70s, modern day New, New York. York. Oh, um, so that sounds pretty bad. <laughs> <clears throat> right? I mean, I don't know why they made that movie. Because you know what the film quality is going to be. Like, cinematically, <laughs> we know what the quality is going to be. So it's not like, wow, let's see where they go yeah. with this. Well, uh, also working against it, it does say it was a made-for-TV movie. Oh, yeah, there you go. So that also Sherlock, sounds pretty bad. Sherlock Holmes wears bell-bottoms. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, listen. I, part of me That's wants to, to watch that. It's, it is a hundred minutes long. I'd love to watch these at some point <clears throat> and like we just give... Because you and I have review. seen some bad Sherlock Holmes movies together. Yeah, we have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, disappointed that is not on this list, the one that we saw that was especially bad. Um, to, oh. oh, man. Uh, a Study in Terror. Yes. A Study in Terror, which That's is right. like an old British, like... B movie, um, yeah. It's about Sherlock Holmes versus Jack the Ripper, which was super intriguing. Yeah. Until you watched it, and it's one of those like it's bloody just for the sake of being bloody. Right. 
Um, I think it was a Hammer film. I think it was Hammer Studios. Was it Hammer? It might. It could be. be. It could be. And then, um, oh, it always escapes me. Grand Moff Tarkin played him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Peter Cushing. Peter there Cushing. it is. Peter yes. Cushing. He's great. I like him. Well, no, that's, he's not the one in Study in Terror. Oh, he's he, not. Okay. He did do a Hammer film of the Hound of the Baskervilles. That's right. That's and that right. is a little bit more gruesome than others because it's a Hammer film. Gotcha. Uh, but that's pretty good. I have that one. I, I enjoyed nice. that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number three. Now, I would have put this as number one, personally. <laughs> All right? So, uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. Rebecca Hall, John C. Riley, and Will Ferrell. <laughs> Holmes and Watson. I still haven't seen it. Mike, don't watch it. I want. Oh, t- <laughs> Listen, uh, friend, <laughs> friend of mine, uh, Ben and I went to see this movie uh-huh. together. I like Will Ferrell, you know, in small doses, you yeah. know, and uh, I like Sherlock Holmes. So I'm like, all right, funny, funny times, right? Mm-hmm. Listen, I, uh, I am a AMC theaters member. And I don't. I pay a monthly fee for movies. Mm-hmm. This movie cost me nothing extra to see, and I wanted my money back. <laughs> it was so bad. That's great. <clears throat> so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, not even just like I would put this on the list of like worst movies. <laughs> like yeah. not even just Sherlock Holmes movies. <laughs> that's bad. Yeah, that's yeah. that's bad. If that's how you feel about yeah. that. All right, number two. Yes. Number two, this is also 2018. That's right. The year of two Sherlock Holmes movies <laughs> in theaters. Each, and both of them have made the worst Sherlock Holmes movies. Each list. one more obscure than the next. <clears throat> All right. This is uh, James McAvoy. Huh. Emily Blunt. Okay. And Johnny Depp. Okay. Sherlock Gnomes. Wow. <laughs> you were excited until you found out what it was. I was. I was excited. I'm like, yeah. How could this be on the... Uh, well, that's what. Because they're garden gnomes. He is Sherlock Holmes as a garden gnome. I have not seen this movie or the fact that this is a sequel. That's, that's They made tough. Romeo and Juliet. That was the first one. It was Romeo and Juliet in the short-lived two-film series where they take classic literature, but they're garden gnomes. And the sequel to Romeo and Juliet was Sherlock Holmes. Was Sherlock yes. Holmes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know see how that, that but... is. I haven't seen either one oh, of them. Right. Because once again, it's classic literature, but they're garden gnomes. <laughs> Why would you see that? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this is streaming somewhere for those of you who are interested. Sure it we're is. We're not. Yep. Sure it is. <laughs> All right, number one. The number one worst Sherlock Holmes movie of all time. 1962. All right. Senta Berger. No clue. Ivan Desney. No clue. And Christopher Lee. Ah, Sherlock Holmes and the Deadly Necklace. Yeah, and I think in that one, I don't even think Christopher, I think they dub over Christopher Lee. I did hear about that where they yeah. took over his voice, yep. right? Yeah. So I, I, I have seen this. Okay. Um, again, I've forgotten most of it. I was given years ago because family and friends know I'm a Sherlock Holmes fan. Yeah. So for a gift, I was given some kind of, again, a bargain bin DVD set mm-hmm. of of, I think he did two or three. Christopher Lee did two or three. 
in like this made-for-TV I th- I series think you're right on that, yeah. of Sherlock Holmes. They're al- it's almost a mini-series, I think. Okay. Um, maybe not. Um, but I remember watching this and being bored out of my mind. <laughs> I mean, it's 87. It's, oh, no, it's not 87. It's 62. So he's not, Christopher Lee's not super old. Right. But it's just boring. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes stories should not be boring. Um, I agree. But, I mean, it's been a long time uh, since I've seen it. Uh, but, again, I have no interest in seeing any of these. I mean, we disagree with the Rathbone ones. Right. But I would like to see The Triumph with Arthur Wanter. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see Sherlock Holmes in New York. Simply because that's going to be awful, and I know it. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. <laughs> so, there you go. Absolutely. The top ten worst Sherlock Holmes movies. That's that's amazing, and yeah. what's crazy is is that the <laughs> I, it blows my mind that Basil's on there three times, mind. three times. That's crazy, and that the dinosaur one or the terror by night are not on didn't there. even make it on there. Yeah, that's craziness. Yeah, well, we can't have everything get me done. No, we cannot. Can we just shove this book at number one just for the fun? Listen, of it? if they ever made a movie of this book, uh, yep, be number one. <laughs> Bad. I would not want to see it. Nope. I mean, I don't know that I could take it. I don't, I don't care how much art direction they put around it. It ain't happening. It's Who bad. would direct that, I wonder? Oh, God. <laughs> Guy Ritchie. Yeah, yeah let him take a stab. I don't no, think probably he... like uh, Taika Waititi or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Taika yeah, Toys presents Sherlock Holmes and the White Worm. <laughs> so anyway... There's that. That was cool. Yeah. I like that. That's that's fun. Yeah. There's always a good I like a good list. Yes. Also, as well, these lists uh, I asked Tom not to share with me, like everything else, uh, until we were on the podcast. <laughs> um, and then, of course, after we wrap, we're mortal enemies again. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we only speak fun, on, fun. on, on podcast days. It's it's true. The, yeah. the, the rest of the week, we... We uh, take up our time by playing very deadly pranks on one another. <laughs> Although, we did see each other a few days ago. It's true, we did. And you had the white worm with you. I did. And we, we both shared a sigh. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> because we hadn't finished it It's yet. true, and I checked yeah. my drink to make sure he didn't poison it. <laughs> we will have plenty of time. We have four chapters of this tonight. We got plenty of time for yeah, that. Yeah, we do. But how about something good first? That's true. Yeah. This is going to be our first five-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle in. Buckle in. <laughs> Hope you're not doing anything for a whole night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, so we're going to start out, yes, like like you, like you said, Tom, we'll start out with the good stuff. Yeah. So canon story is always always welcomed and wonderful. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, so the summary of this one is is that you have uh, a financial a financial man his name is Hall Pycroft. Um, he's worked at different stockbroking houses. Um, and he finally settled on one called Mawson's and was due to soon be working there. But a Mr. Pinner appears out of nowhere <laughs> and offers him uh, just uh, an offer he can't refuse. And so it goes from there. It does. Um, and some very mysterious uh, people playing playing different parts of one another. It's, uh, it's, it's very fascinating. Yeah. I, uh, I, I have to say right from the start, um, 
I kept confusing because I, I I listened to this story as as well as read it. Right. And I kept hearing Mycroft instead. <laughs> yes, yeah, so did I. And I was like, what? He's not in. The- oh, yes, right. Oh, yes, yeah, Pycroft. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, word to authors out there don't make two fictional characters with almost the exact same name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Doyle. What were you doing? Tell me about when you were listening to it. Is it the stockbroker's what? Oh, I kept saying this. It's the accents kept saying the stockbroker's Clark instead, like with an A instead of an E. <laughs> And that was also Clark. confusing. So That's you know, good stuff. Yeah. so this 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 unsuspecting gentleman gets uh, gets lured into this scheme, where uh, Mister Pinner has a brother who is also himself. Uh, he dresses up in another getup to pretend to be his own brother. Um, create they have this whole false false company that they get this uh, this poor poor Mister. M- See, I almost said Mycroft. <laughs> Poor Mr. Pycroft to sign up with. Um, all the while, they are sending in somebody to be Hall Pycroft because the new yeah. job has not seen him yet. <laughs> um, well, things go sideways. Um, they were trying to rob this, this facility. Um, and the gentleman on the ground, well, he got caught. Turns out he killed the security guard on duty. So when uh, Mr. Pinner sees in the newspapers what has happened, what does he do, Tom? Uh, he uh, hangs himself. That's it. Uh, almost succeeds. Gave it the old college uh, try. Yeah. In in like a secret closet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a secret. It was a, it was a it was a a secret inner room with a secret inner closet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. It's very strange. Uh, so that's how that goes. He he lives because they get to him in time. They pull him off. Yes, uh, and thus the the conclusion is is wrapped up. But just as I described, I think. Yeah. So I have some firsts thoughts. here and there. Yes, yeah. please. Um, first of all, I I wrote down because uh, Watson is is working. It seems a lot. Uh, yeah. At the beginning of this story. Yes. See, he like is taking on someone else's practice. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, everything I've been saying for months is yes. wrong. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, Holmes appears, and Watson just had breakfast and is not working at the moment. And Holmes appears, but even though Watson has said he has not seen Holmes for several months, yes, the moment Holmes appears and says, "Well, you can get away," right? Watson goes, "Yes, absolutely, absolutely," and he ditches all of his work. Yeah. Well. In in, <laughs> in in his de- defense, yeah. and believe me, I don't want to defend it. <laughs> um, he we get more details about the doctor next door. That's true. And he says, "Believe me, I cover for him all the time when he's absent." Yes. And so uh, he 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 definitely is ready and willing to work the dead. Yes, off. He, he was just too eager for me to leave. <laughs> it's it, true. <laughs> it reminded me. Uh, we were chatting uh, old college stories earlier. Yeah. It reminded me of uh, in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would diligently be in my room, my dorm room, working, writing a paper, studying. And there was a, a buddy of mine who lived upstairs in the room. Um, and he would come down and he would try to get me to stop working and watch a movie or something like that. And it would be way too easy for him to do it. I'd be typing away and he'd appear at my door. He's like, hey, let's watch a movie. And I'd say, no, I can't. And he'd go, come on. And I'd say, okay. Right? <laughs> That's the way the conversation went every time. 
Who was it? Did I know? Dave. Dave. It, it was Dave. It was Dave. Shout out to Dave. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it shouldn't be that easy. And why was it that easy? Because I didn't really want to do what I was doing. You know what? That's an awesome example. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and so Watson, yeah, he's working. But why was it so easy? Because he doesn't want to work. <laughs> he wants to run all over the English countryside with homes. Solving things and rescuing people from secret secret yep. closets. Yep. I can't even ima- I can't imagine being Doctor Johnson or whoever it is next door. And he's like, "Yeah, sure, I can cover it. No worries." Yeah. You know, thinking one or two patients, right? And he just took on a whole other practice. Like, yeah. So there, Watson's like, "You know what? Really appreciate you taking my fifteen patients today." I was like, That's fifteen. Right. He's like, you're a you're a peach there, Johnson. Yeah. I've been so busy, I haven't seen my best friend in three months. <laughs> three months. But you know, you can handle it for the week, right? For the week, right? It might be longer. <laughs> yeah, depending on the whim of home. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's it's pretty remarkable. Literally, drop of a hat. Um, I had something else I wanted to say too about yeah, this story. Absolutely. Uh, if I may. Um, I have noticed a pattern in some of these stories. Yeah. This story reminded me of several other stories that we've Reminded me as well. And um, uh, I'm trying to... The Engineer's Thumb. Yep. And, uh, oh, what was the other... The name of the other story? Copper Beaches. Yes. Yes. So how many times are people going to do obviously stupid things (laughs) and take obviously... Like, these are really suspicious jobs being offered Absolutely. left and right. Yep. And people are like, nah, easy money. Yep. I mean, we learn, hey, you want a lot of money to come and look at this machine like hours away, <laughs> blindfolded? Yeah, no problem. I'll do that. No, don't do that. Hey, you want to be, uh, you want to come here and like sit by a window and we can do your hair? Yeah, sure. No, problem. no, don't do <laughs> don't it. Do right. It. Hey, you want to, Quit your job, but not tell them, and we'll give you a lot of money so you can root through a phone book for two weeks. No, up in, up in Birmingham. Yeah, don't do it. Don't it's do not it. worth it. Stop. Everyone who is taking these jobs, you almost die every time. I thought the exact same thing. Seriously, I'm like, boy, this sounds familiar. <laughs> now maybe it's a bit formulaic of Doyle. Maybe, but at the same time. It would also be hard not to take these jobs if somebody came to me and said, hey, do do this thing, and it was a little weird, yeah. but it also paid really well. I think I'd have a hard time turning it down. Yeah, especially if you were the you, you're the, the engineer and the engineer's thumb. Like, yeah. You're on the outs, man. And yeah, this guy's offering true. you like big that's money. That's true. They're like, yeah, what could go wrong, right? Yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story, folks. If somebody pays you a lot of money to go somewhere isolated, don't do it. Like Tom said, do not do it. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. It probably is. Ladies, if anybody invites you to come out somewhere for money and says, you don't mind cutting your hair off, do you? Like Tom said. And keeping your back to the window. Yeah, keep your back to the window. Huge red flag. Don't do it. Don't be polite and say, ah, maybe. No, just say, uh, heck no. You're out of your mind. The worst part is the engineer's thumb is sort of the exception. I mean, that all happened like in one one shot. It did. That was good. The the Copper Beaches and this story, they stayed at these jobs for way longer than they should have. They did, especially like, Copper Beaches. Days are going by. Yep. Weeks are going by. Yep. And they're like, you know what? It's kind of weird here. It was weird when you got there. <laughs> 
It's weird when he asks you in the temp office, you don't mind chopping all that hair off, do you? Yeah. Or this guy. You show up, and it's literally the guy you talked to the other day in a wig. <laughs> yeah. like, that's, that's like that's like psycho stuff. That's Hitchcock. You know? Like, yeah, you can't... It's the same guy. Yeah. It's the same guy with a different accent. He's shaved and he has a wig. And even he's like, and I thought it was the same guy. But I went, eh, money. No. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I knew yeah. when I saw that tooth, it's the same guy. <laughs> it's true, yeah. Still, I still Don't went along it. with it, though. <laughs> like, you said, it's money. Let's do it. No, don't do it. Don't do it. And literally, the guy was like, and whatever you do, don't tell anybody where you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. I think I'll write a letter and resign. Don't do that. Dude, I got to give Pinner credit, though, man. Like, he's he knew the boss there. He, like, he, did. he knew all the he names. Researched. He researched. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that guy That guy said he'd rather have all our small price than your big one. We pulled him out of the gutter. Yeah. And Bycroft's like. Oh, he was manipulative. The Hit the heck you did! I never met this guy. Sold. You got me out of spite. Signing on. Oh man, hundred percent right. Never bodes well. Yeah. yeah. I got one more thing I got to say. All right. I don't understand. So there was nothing in this office when he went there, right? Right. Again. Red flags, right? Flags. He's like, there was a chair and a trash can, Basically. right? And uh, and then there's this the secondary room, and he said it wasn't furnished, right? When yep. when when Pinner went in there, and they were wondering what he was doing. Even Holmes was like, "What the heck is going on?" Right? Yeah. Holmes, <laughs> what is? I this? love Watson's description. He just sat there staring because he didn't know what was <laughs> happening. No idea what's happening. <laughs> so <clears throat> he's like, "What's in that room?" He's like, "Nothing." And Holmes says. There was no other door, and Pycroft says, no. And then they go in there, and there is very clearly a door on the other side of the room. <laughs> How did he not know there was a door the last time he was there? Well, I think he was talking about to exit, exit. And he's right. Like, there was no other door to get out of okay. the, the flat okay. except the door they came Okay, in. that's what he meant. Yeah. I thought that he's like, there's no door in there. And he walked in, oh, no. and there's just a stinking door in the middle of, no, the, like, in the, middle of the room. No, he meant, like, there's no way out. Oh, so, like, okay. I don't know what he's doing there. The oh, only okay. thing that would have made that better, I think, is that <laughs> if it was a broom closet <clears throat> that he went into. You know, like, yeah. He's like, eh, three minutes, ba-boom. Yeah. And they're like, where's that go? And he's like, broom closet? Like, broom closet? Everybody, I would bolt for that door. It's like, what? Oh, not good. It's crazy. It's kind of weird, though, how long it, well, maybe, 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 maybe not. I don't know what you think. Um, they really took a while to figure out he was hanging himself. <laughs> yeah, they heard some weird noises. I'm surprised they got there in time, to be quite honest. Because then they had to break the door down. Uh-huh. Then they realized there was another door. Mm-hmm. And then they're trying to catch him. I mean, I don't it was Maybe the guy was just a little inept at, at, maybe. at the deed, I guess, which is good. It, pro- him, it probably was but... It was spare the moment. So he's just like, look, I got these garters. I'm hanging myself. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, whew. Man, um, yeah, it's <laughs> also it's Watson crazy. doesn't even really do anything in this story. No, not really. Yeah, I mean, neither really is Holmes, but but they're just kind of. I mean, oh, Holmes figures right. it out, I guess. Yeah. But for Watson to be so eager to leave work, mm-hmm. he's kind of just. I mean, it was a weird case. It was a weird. Case. It was a weird case. Yeah, 
Well, he even says uh, the trappings of this case uh, provide the type of outre and and interesting details mm. that not only you so love, but myself as well. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> it's I remember he's like, look, uh, he takes a case if it's interesting. And, yeah, and even then, and and then on top of that, he only wants it publicized if it was a challenge for him. That's true. So it's yeah. like, it's like twofold. <laughs> but I mean, some of this story was almost funny if it wasn't so weird. Yeah, in a and way, tragic. You know? Yeah, because even just when they're saying they're like, why would he send a letter? Why would he write a letter to himself and send it to himself? Like, <laughs> right. I, like, I don't know. Like, it's no idea. <laughs> There's literally a guy in a wig. Holmes is confused, leaning forward. Like, I mean, it's just, it's a comedy of, of you know, not errors, but it's, a, it's like a like an old farce for a minute. Yeah. And, I mean, um, why did Pinner have to do, I still don't see why Pinner had to do that. No, I don't either. Why not just be himself? Yeah, I'll meet you in Birmingham tomorrow. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like, so if you're if you're Pycroft and you're up there for a week and you're two weeks, well, I don't even know how long it was. Yeah. Because they really don't specify. But if you're in there, you know, working your little behind off <laughs> and you're like, boy, it's been two weeks and they offer me all this money. Apparently yeah. they got it. And this place is bare, bare as a cupboard. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, it's just a, like a chair, a small table, and yeah. a trash can. Right. Where, where's all the furnishings? Yeah. Yep. I don't, I, yeah. It's, I guess the things you ignore if the job pays well, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's true today too, man. Like, it is. You, people weigh it to like, how much can I put up with for Three hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> How much am it I? It turns out an awful lot. It's an awful lot. <laughs> see a dead body in the boss's office. Like you know what? He, pro- I think he. I see that there's a pretzel on the table. He must have choked to death. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, I'll, I'll I'll call it in and be like, yeah. it's so sad he choked. And I know. Can <laughs> Can I have my paycheck? Can I have my paycheck, please? <laughs> Just, he just rolls him aside. He's like, let me roll this. In. There you go. Now we can get in here. Let's let's get that yeah, sign. Sign right, yeah, sign right, right there. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's true, man. When people are put in dire straits, it's it it's tough decisions, man. It is because it's like, okay, I have my principles. Yeah. I also know that if I don't take this job, and if I if I take it and I don't keep my mouth shut, I may not have a place to live. Yeah. It's a toss-up. Yes. <laughs> it's true. It's, uh... I don't know, man. I'm glad, I'm glad I, uh, have not been in a desperate position like that, so I hope that that does not happen. <laughs> You're like, Tom, you know what? You sound like just the man we need. We're opening up a charter school, and, uh, I need you to wax your entire body. Yeah. <laughs> You don't mind that, do Shave you? and wax. You don't mind, do you? Here's a hundred dollar advance. Yeah, here's a here's a thousand dollars advance. Yeah, wait a minute. Two questions. Um why does all of my body need to be waxed and who's gonna be seeing it? <laughs> and all you gotta do is run this piece of paper. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, yes, I work for this place, <laughs> and I'm loyal no matter what. Why would you even write that? Why would you write, Why it? Would you write that? No yeah. matter what the job is, because the at job. the very least, you're now responsible for whatever, whatever awful thing this company is doing. <laughs> whatever well, it wasn't me. I do have a note here that says he is loyal to this company no matter what happens. <laughs> the words lapdog were used. <laughs> company lapdog. <laughs> It's like, like a, what's that movie? Uh, Fun with Dick and Jane. I think so. Jim Carrey, where they make it, they yeah. promote him just so they can pin everything on him at the <laughs> it's end. Right? That's pretty much what it is. There was an old Jerry Lewis movie called The Patsy. Okay, and that was the same thing. Oh, like was they it? had this guy that yeah. was he was just he was a he was a patsy, and like yeah, we can hang a lot of stuff on this guy. What's going on around here? And so that's what they're trying to do. Like the guy, you know, Jerry Lewis played this kind of like clueless guy. Yeah, and they're just like, yeah, man, this guy's gonna take the fall for all of it. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people preying on a lot of people out there. Hundred percent true. Yeah, then now scandals. probably always, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. There was there was a, I think there was a phrase or two that I, I enjoyed out of this okay. story. Um, when Pycroft's explaining to Holmes and Watson, you know, like, I, like I've been beaten on every door for a job. Yeah. But the yeah. one thing he says, he's like, my feet are tired from paddling up these steps, mm. you know, day in and day out. Right. And I just thought it was a cool phrase. Yeah. Um. And what I guess what I saw in my head was just, just somebody treading water, man. Yeah, trying to trying to survive in a in a lake or, or a river, and yeah. you're just paddling, boy, hoping you don't drown. Yeah, you know, that's a good way to think about that. Yeah, yeah that's a creative language to describe. That's that, what too. I yeah. thought. I'm like paddled. I've never heard that before. I'm like yeah. yeah, in a book I've read. No, I don't think I have either. Walking anywhere. So that was pretty cool. So yeah, it has that, um, that going nowhere fast type of. Uh, Exactly. Thing, yeah. yeah, there it is. It's like, so, uh, I was fairly at the end of my tether at last and could hardly find the stamps to answer the advertisements or the envelopes to <laughs> stick to them. That's poor, folks. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. poor. That's yeah. That's a shame. Uh, I had worn out my boots paddling up office stairs, and I seemed just as far from getting a billet as ever. So, uh, billet, I believe, is just a, a, another term for a job. Yeah. You know, or I, I presume that's what that means. Um, but yeah, I think there was some cool phrases out of that. I like, I love when, I love when Sherlock uses the word outre. <laughs> yeah. Because I've never heard it before until reading these stories. And I'm like, <laughs> I like it. It's very, very cool. Now, do you think there was, because when you said, when you read the quote about wearing out his boots. Yeah. And then just the whole search for work thing. Mm -hmm. Do you think there was an intentional comparison between him looking so hard for work and wearing out his shoes and Watson coming into so much work and the fact that he had just bought new slippers, which Holmes makes a note of? <laughs> like, I don't know. It's, it's striking me right now. And I don't know why, but I wonder. Well, I don't know I think, for what purpose. I think, Am I going too deep? I don't know. I think you're, no, I think you're right. I mean, <laughs> Watson wears his slippers out from doing nothing. Yeah. This poor sot. So yeah. <laughs> wears, wears his boots out by trying to work. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like there's, 
it's the same guy writing both sides of the story. Yeah. You gotta think he's... Watson's chronicling all of it. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought that was interesting just now. That's cool. <laughs> Whatever point that was trying to be made yeah, there. I, but... I guess Watson does his diagnosing via telegram now. <laughs> the yeah. telegraph office. Yeah, Jones says, uh, sends... Uh, uh... <laughs> Mrs. Jacobson is sick. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> he just sends back, stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop, stop. Stop, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Watson uh, armchair diagnosis now. He's yeah. <laughs> this story ended rather abruptly. It I did. Thought. It ended yeah. real quick. Yeah. I was listening to it, and I thought that my uh, phone had died. Uh, huh. Okay. <laughs> and like, oh, what's the And I went and I grabbed my volume off my shelf. I'm like, oh, no, that is the end. <laughs> yeah, we don't even know what happens to No, Penner. we don't. They call the police, essentially, and they're waiting, and yeah. that's kind of it, you know? That's about it. He, yeah. I mean, he's recovering from hanging himself. Right. I mean, obviously, he's going to go to jail or something, Absolutely. you know? Yeah, um, but, yeah. Hopefully, Pycroft uh, can get his job back. Will he, though? We don't know if the brothers... We don't know if that gentleman's going to squeal, number one. Oh, that's true. Number two, he didn't do anything wrong. No, he just did weird stuff. Just did weird stuff. He definitely <laughs> did nothing wrong. You're right. Although uh, he did, he was wanted before for Correct. previous he's crimes. Correct, he's a criminal. Correct. So obviously the police are coming. So maybe if they not this time, maybe they've been looking for him. Yeah. for Previous crimes. Right, or it's like somebody who's on probation. Like yeah. you don't necessarily have to do something real right. illegal, but if you're like, yeah. look, man, you were hanging out with this dude while he robbed the bank. Right, you're, right. You're going yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. You didn't do anything yeah. but talk about the weather with him. Take the wig off. Take the wig off. That's it, man. Take the wig off. They're going to rip your tooth out in prison. So be ready for that. <laughs> and you know what? On second thought, keep the wig on. <laughs> You're going to need that. Oh, my goodness. Just remember, just say yes. Whatever they ask you to do, just say yes. God. My God. That's funny. That but it, it did end abruptly, though. I agree. Um, there wasn't any. Uh, there, the loose ends weren't tied up. No, not really. So, but I guess it's, I don't know, maybe Watson thought it's obvious what's going to happen here. Yeah, so. and I guess it kind of is, you know, but still. Yeah, I agree. Closure's always nice. Yeah. It's always nice. Yeah. What happened to Watson's patients? I gotta know. I don't know. I'm telling you, man, I, we, we're going to write this paper. Ah, we have to. We have to, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be groundbreaking. <laughs> You know, members of the BSI and the Sherlock Holmes Society of London are going to go, I never knew he didn't work. What made me think he worked? The man never worked a day in his life. Hundreds of years later, we're just figuring we're this just out. just figuring this out. Watson's a sham. Watson's a sham. It's crazy. He has his neighbor cover all his cases, but Watson gets paid for it. Yeah. This is crazy. We we gotta do it before Sam Siliciano does it because, <laughs> yeah. because we know how he feels about Watson. Absolutely. <laughs> Apparently about Sherlock Holmes too. It's yeah. Oh, uh, and that's the good part coming up, Tommy. Oh, it is. <laughs> Four chapters of goodness. I know. I'm sure I'm speaking for Tom, but I'll just speak for myself. Um, I've been aching to talk about the end of this book. <laughs> I was reading through. 
And folks, I'm reading this and I'm like, it's getting worse. And I'm like, this is bad. No, that's my thought too. I at each chapter, I'm like, well, it can't get worse. Oh man, man, it got worse. <laughs> it so got worse. God, I, yeah, things I was not. I look, I wasn't prepared for anything. I wasn't either. No, nope. I'm like, wow, this is how this went. Yeah. Well, uh, any closing remarks for <laughs> Stockbroker's Clark? Tom no, that's Clark? all I have for the Stockbroker's Stock Clark. Clark. That's all I got. <laughs> all right, then. I guess uh, moving on to... Uh, so happy to say this, Tom. Uh, the last chapters. The last chapters of the White War. Yes, sir. All right, so... The final stretch here of the White Worm. Yes. Chapters 10 to 13. 10 to 13. 10 to 13. Um, as always, Tom, let's <laughs> let's start out with our initial uh, feelings. Um, got worse. It did. It, it got worse. Like I said, I, I, I didn't think it could. With each chapter, I said, well, that's as bad as it will be. Or as confusing as it will be. Mm-hmm. Or as, I can't believe they went there as it will be. And it never got there. Nope. No. Uh, it did not. <laughs> yeah. A lot of unanswered questions as well. Yes, unanswered questions for sure. A lot of heavy-handed yeah. things. I mean, like, chapter 10 opens on page 1 of chapter 10. Lady Bear is wearing a green coat now. <sighs> Right? I mean, and I've got my spectacle count, you know, as we go through. I know. I don't know if you noticed it more this week I or did. not. I did. I so noticed it they more kept now. slapping like, me in the face with the green spectacles. It, and then, like, also, too, I noticed, because I, I, all my notes, I say, <laughs> in addition to the green spectacles, Sammy keeps mentioning Arabella's white dresses. As a truth. <laughs> You're every, right. Almost every I time. I pick on that. And he talks about it. <laughs> Vernier talks about it like it's, oh, it's just this different dress. And he's yeah. like... Another elegant white gown. Like, okay. Like, it's so heavy handed. It is. And I don't know if that's supposed to be symbolic because then it, you know, Siciliano always has Diana in blue. So right. I don't know if there's supposed to be significance. I don't know. Here's the thing about symbolism like this. Yeah. When you when when a filmmaker is making a movie mm-hmm. and they're trying to point you to the fact that a certain character is something else, right? It is easier and more subtle in a movie because they're not telling you green, green, green. Right. Like you have to notice it right. yourself. Mm-hmm. Here, if every chapter you're told how much green this person is wearing all over right. or how much white or how much blue. It's not symbolism anymore. No. It's just in your face. Right. You're beating you're beating your, your readers exactly. over the head. Exactly. I agree. Like um, have have her wear green at the beginning and then never mention it again. Right. And then you're like, oh, it's like when she wore green you know, right. something like yeah. Or you hammer them and like you <clears throat> said last le- uh, last episode, like maybe she's a red herring. Yeah. yeah. Like then that would be now that would work. Right. You beat it into me like, oh, this is it. And it's exactly. nope, it's not. No. Um I guess maybe we should state up front just the final The twist. The, the twist and if the finale of this. Twist. Yeah. And then we could, you know, talk about it more in depth. Yeah. Um so shocker, Lady Arabella 
is is a hundred percent part of this druid cult. So is Angela. Her, yeah. her I wrote Lady Ver. What a surprise! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shocker. Um, I I do think it was cool. So yeah. this is how they did this. This is why nobody knew who the red pri- the red haired priestess was. This is what they did. Yeah. Um, they used face paint, so Angela and Lady Ver basically swapped appearances. Right. So that. Lady Ver used used makeup to have a darker complexion, wore a wig with dark hair, and then her, as we find out, her lover, right, um, Angela, uh, takes on the form with, uh, you know, uh, she was some white makeup and red hair, so and pretended not to really speak uh, English English well, if right. at all, in in her normal appearance. Correct. Um, <clears throat> which also too. Um, I noticed it with the unanswered questions. Yeah. Um, so we, we, that's what we find out. Um, at first, uh, Lady Ver tries to say, oh, it was all her idea. I just, <laughs> it was her idea. I was frightened. Um, as we mentioned, um, she's a narcissist and a manipulator. Uh, so that's how that goes. And they did bring in the cavalry. So the police are there now waiting, waiting to step out. Um, so Lady Vera gets eaten by the white worm. Like half eaten. Half eaten. Yeah. Yep. Uh, tell us. Now, I looked up what this is. Okay. It's a hateful look. I thing. did not. Who? A conger is it eel. It is. It's a conger eel. Yeah. And apparently they can grow big. Um, okay. And they're, they can be real nasty. <clears throat> Seems like it. And that's what was in the water was yeah. a conger eel. And, whew, um, yeah, after she took a piece out of Lady Ver, and Lady Ver expired because she bled to death. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Despite both Verniers trying to uh, help her. Yeah. Couldn't stem the blood. Um, They talked to Angela now and tried to just get her side of things. Um, And then after talking about we could dive into it because I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, whatever story or or fable she was retelling. Right. Um, it ended with Angela throwing herself into the water and yeah. being eaten by this eel. So it was, um, again, like you said, um, wow, surprise. It's Yeah, because obviously it was Lady Vert. Yeah. Obviously. Um, obviously. And even the twist of Angela coming in yeah. at the end. Sort of a twist, but once you find out in chapter 10 that mm-hmm. they are secret lovers, mm-hmm. obviously the second person is going to be Angela. Right, correct. So, I mean, I guess that was more of a twist, the fact that they were secret lovers, yes. than the fact that they were in on this together. Because, correct. yeah, it's it's going to be her, you know? Like, yeah, one so way or the other. It was funny because... Vernier, Henry is like, oh, Lady Ver, oh, Angela, like, come on, Henry. Like, come on, man. There was, who, who else is it going to be? Right. <laughs> like, I'd say the snakes, the reptiles. Yeah. Yeah. It was all, like you said, it's just, you beat us with it. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't, oh, it's a red herring. It was just, you beat it into them. You beat it into your readers so that when you get to the end, you're like, well, I'm not shocked. Yeah. E- even in chapter 10, when... There's a snake in uh, Selton's right. room. Selton's room. Well, where, who else has snakes and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about that. 100% <laughs> <Yeah>. right. 
Who's like, got a house of reptiles? Yes, and Holmes is like very clever. I'm like, what's clever? I don't understand. He says, oh, not terribly original, but rather clever. What is clever, Holmes? Mm-hmm. The fact that the reptile woman used a reptile? Or... <laughs> yeah, man. The fact that there's a snake in a case about a worm? <laughs> or, like, I don't understand what was clever. And he's like, <laughs> like, all right. You say so. <laughs> yeah, man. Even when Angela threw herself off the cliff. Like, she's talking about this opera or fair or, or opera or something about how, you I think know, it was opera. Yeah. I think it was an opera. About yeah, how, right. you know... Uh, the end is... I'm like, by the time she threw her, everyone's in shock. I'm like, I knew she was going to kill herself a page and a half ago. <laughs> I mean, that was obviously where she was going. Right. All these guys standing around just listening to a story about an opera saying, well, I guess she's just going to surrender now. No, she's not. She's not. <laughs> nope. For better or for worse, she's dying she with She just her. accidentally killed her lover. Right. Maybe accidentally. I don't know that I believe her mm -hmm. all, all the same. But uh, she's... She's not getting out of this. Like, right. I don't know. Again, everybody's kind of dumb. But, um. <laughs> yup, as they've been the whole time. Yeah. I, uh, I. <laughs> there's a, there's a part, um, that, uh, who is it that said, is it, oh, Henry. Henry says something about he's not afraid of snakes. He's afraid of all That's these other That's my next note, dude. And I don't understand. Snakes are like the creepiest of them all. But all right, he's not afraid of snakes. But he is afraid. If it were a giant cockroach, he said. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, which is weird, but it reminded me of an episode of Alf. Okay. You remember Alf? I remember it, never really watched, but oh, I know who man. it is. Uh, so, yeah, for those of you who have not watched Alf, which is probably most people because, um, you know, nobody watched it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Alf was an alien uh, who crash-landed in this family's house, and they took care of him and became part of the family, and he wanted to eat the cat and all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> so anyway, there's an episode of Alf where there's a space cockroach that was on his ship that gets out. Um, and it's a little cockroach, but it's from his planet. And so the family tries to spray the cockroach with bug spray. But apparently, Earth bug spray on the alien cockroach just makes the cockroach grow bigger. And so the entire episode is this cockroach is getting bigger and bigger <laughs> until it chases the family out of the house and stuff like that. And I know that's kind of dumb, but it really made yeah. me think of that episode when I read this. That's funny. And then I thought, man, I'd rather be watching Elf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And that's it. Like, like, and I, I agree, man. <laughs> and and talking about those snakes, <laughs> dude, man. When they first get to Diana's Grove, yeah, he sees the snakes doing whatever they were doing in the grass, and he's creeped out by it. Yeah. He doesn't want to go in the house of reptiles. Right. He doesn't want to see the snake yeah. feed. And then you make this showstopper of a statement, snakes are actually one of the things that I don't particularly frighten me. Yeah. I'm like, hogwash. Hogwash, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm like, that's garbage. Yes, they do. in every chapter of this book. Yeah, man. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely afraid. How are you not? It's that's beyond me. Yeah. Um that's bizarre. Um <laughs> I think one thing Well, we can get to unanswered questions. Okay. Um but like uh this is this is what got me, Tom. All right, tell me. And this is when I was really like this book is trash. <laughs> 
when when Michelle solved basically solved this case before Sherlock Holmes, and Sherlock Holmes was okay with it. <laughs> it blew my mind because Michelle was the one who brought this revelation to them yeah. of, um, yeah, they're lovers, and she's like, right. I've seen this before. Yeah, absolutely lovers. Um, and Holmes is like, well, darn. <laughs> that escaped me, but thank you, Michelle. This is great. And it's like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. I'm like, it's just, it, at every step of the way in this book, I felt like every time we're like, of course, Sherlock's going to react this way. Yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. He does something completely different. It's, it, uh, it, I've got something at the, at the, at the end of mm-hmm. the final chapter I'll bring up later. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that's really what got me, man. Yeah, I hear you. I, I hear. I mean, chapter chapter ten was interesting, uh, and I lose. I use that term loosely, mm-hmm. but um, because not only do we have revelation after revelation in a row, mm-hmm. like Holmes finally comes out and says it's Lady Ver, right? And right. we all knew that, but then he said it anyway. Uh, and then we find out that she has a secret lover, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, in Angela. And then we found out that she wants to kill Diana. It was like bam, right. bam, bam, bam. Like oh, okay. And it was kind of this, what I was, we were afraid of. It was just like information dump. Like, mm-hmm. all right, we're at chapter 10. There's only three more chapters. We got to throw information out there. Yep. And so we're just going to have many revelations yep. that come in a row. I mean, literally. I agree. In three pages, all those things are told. Correct. It and was. And that's pretty was... much the, the ride to the end of the story. Yeah. Yeah. And just like we were saying last week, like, wow, we are. We're half, we're three quarters away through this thing. Yeah. And there's been no movement really no. in this plot. And yeah, you're 100% right. It, it's in this last three chapters that literally it's an information dump. Yeah. Everything happens. Yes. And it's like everything happens and there's still unanswered questions. Yeah. Which it, it blows my mind. Well, h- how about that Caswell scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> I mean, we knew he was kind of off yeah. when he was trying to like contort his face in order to get Diana yeah. to fall in love with him. Right. But I mean, there he is literally standing on a pile of dynamite yep. in a lightning storm flying uh-huh. a kite. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. And I... <laughs> You know, I did like the fact that at least the rest of the servants and stuff in that house, most of them anyway, had the good sense to like almost run Holmes and Henry off the road. We're like, we are leaving. We are leaving. (laughs) We're out of here. Me first. Me first. And even when Holmes realizes, he's like, and where's the dynamite? I'm standing on, we have to go. (laughs) We are leaving now. We are leaving right now. And they they carry the butler over their shoulder. Yeah. (laughs) That was kind of humorous. Because the first thing they ask up there on top of is like, hey, where's your lightning rod? You know, like, where's what's supposed to draw to it to make it safe around here? It's like, (laughs) piss posh. We don't need no lightning rod. rod. (laughs) I'm the god of thunder and lightning. (laughs) That's what what she looks like. Uh, We got to go. Now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Ask the servant once. They said, can't leave the master. Yeah. Right on the shoulder. Like you said, right out. Put him in a carriage, off we go. That's it. 
Yep, this and they didn't horse, fight it either. Yeah, this poor horse at Holmes is running to death, <laughs> yeah, back man. and forth across these places. Yep, and it was almost like this. It's almost like the servants were like, "Boy, I want to get out of here," but you know what? But the master, yeah, and it didn't take much convincing to get no. them out of there. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's funny? This guy like blew up, and yeah. nobody really cared that much. No, nobody was sad. No, no. I mean, Lady Vera obviously was an insane person herself, yeah. and obviously Diana hated him because you know he was really weird and yeah. didn't want to marry her, didn't want to marry him, and you know everybody else was like, "Yeah, that guy was crazy." We're kind of glad he's gone. <laughs> like, right? I think somebody even said that at one point. They're like, I am glad he's gone. Yeah. Sorry, it had to happen that way, but you know. Yeah. And- nobody's sad. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was just thinking about this as you're talking. He was totally irrelevant to this whole story. Yeah. The only time he interacted with Diana Marsh and Lady Ver was that whole scene in the parlor where, like yes. you said, contorting his face. That didn't need to happen. He mm-hmm. could have been completely out and still been able to, re, re, you know, convey convey the idea that Lady yeah. Ver's looking to hook up with Caswell for money. Right. And he like, didn't need to be an actual character he in did the it. story. He did not. It's it, He did not even need to be... You know, if it was a movie, you didn't even appear, need to appear on screen. No. And he was such an obvious goof yeah. of a character. Mm-hmm. It was not going to be him. No. Because he was not with it enough to have pulled any of this off. Yeah. It was So if he was there to be a, a false lead, it was a poorly written one. I agree. Yeah. It was very poorly written. Uh, it's, and I, I don't know if you picked up on this, mm-hmm. but this is, so, first, Veneer's like, oh no, it's a white worm. Oh no, it's real. <laughs> Holmes says, stop it, you idiot. It's not real. Yeah. There's no white worm. Right. Then we go into the last stretch of this book. Yeah. And he says to Vernier. Oh, there's a white worm. Henry's like, what? He's like, you said there wasn't one. Oh, there's a white worm. And it's like, and and then he's chastising him. And I'm like, let me get this straight. You chastised him because he thought there was one. Right. And now you're chastising him because he th- thought that you said there wasn't one. Right. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Oh, you're right. It doesn't. It's almost like um, Celestiano wrote a chapter and forgot to read the last chapter he wrote. Mm-hmm. Where he's, where, where, Oh yeah, Holmes did say, ah, don't matter. <laughs> Nobody will care that much. <laughs> yeah, and 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 like you said about Holmes being okay with Michelle solving everything, he calls himself Holmes calls himself a dunderhead. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm such a dunderhead. Yeah. Uh, first of all, that what kind of word is that? That's not a you know. Yeah. That sounds like an eight year old is uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, playing detective. Holmes would never call himself that. No. Holmes admits he's when he's wrong, uh, but he won't. He never would call himself. You know what? I'm a dunderhead. I'm yeah. a real idiot. Yeah. No. No. <sighs> I know, man. It it just and, it's so much. And then we have Lady Ver and Adam Selton. Come yeah. in, in this scene, because what what is it? It's the next the next day, and 
you know, this is, of course, after Diana has told her off, you Mm -hmm. know, and she's upset. Adam's supposed to come over for lunch or whatever. Yeah. Lady Bird goes out. She doesn't come back for a while. Adam doesn't show up. Mm -hmm. And then they come back and they're engaged. And I sat there and the way they were writing this, Mm -hmm. I thought he really was in a trance. So did I. Thought he was drugged. Yeah. And I don't think he was. No, he, he was wasn't. Maybe a little hungover, it sounded like. But nope. that was kind of it. Yeah, he was inebriated. Yeah. And that's really about it. And I didn't buy it. I mean, first of all, the con the conversation that Henry and he have yeah. is very awkward. Mm-hmm. As a reader, I'm like, oh my goodness, get me out of this room that they're in. You know? <laughs> yeah, let um, me out of here. And uh, it's like he was talking to like a little child. Mm-hmm. They treated Adam as a little child. They did. You know? I noticed that at the end. Yeah. Um, and he certainly wasn't. No. And I don't think he conveyed any of that. He did have this mystery about why he didn't want to marry Diana. Yeah, I got stuff to say about that. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> But um, I didn't buy the fact that no matter what happened with Lady Ver and Adam, that he would have said, I must marry her now. Yeah. I just, I didn't buy it. Even when we found out the weird twist at the end for Adam, right. I still, in retrospect, I still don't buy it. I don't buy it either. No. Um, I, it's like, a, again, Lady Ver completely in character for her to do that. Yes. That that I will say. Yes. Um, but just the rapidity in which it happened, and like you said, yeah. how Adam was involved in it. Yeah. It was like, what? And then I said to myself, Diana, you believe this bullpucky? Yeah. It, everybody, Lady Bird was the only one in character, really, at that point. I mean, yeah. Holmes, Holmes knocked the guy out, the... Uh, that whole uh, scene was a mess. Yeah. Hamswell or whatever, right? He yeah. knocks him out. Holmes is like manhandling Lady Ver, you know, grabbing her wrists and stuff and yeah. holding her back. Uh, I mean, it, oh my goodness. Right. It was just an insane thing. Yes. It, it, ah. I, they did sneak some Watson bashing in there. They did. When, uh, um, I wrote it down, page 277, page 277, I think during the fight, <laughs> Okay. where he's knocking him out, um, ah, yes, where, uh, Lady Bird's like, oh, that was, uh, about to fight, oh, that's one detail that Watson apparently had right, you know, yeah. like, I'm like, even other characters are bashing Watson now in this story. Which is still unwelcome. No, yeah, and especially and it's one notes I had, man. Um, Vernier seems to be like uh, he's just a yellow belly. Yeah, he really is, and it's where's my note? It's like it's incredible how unWatson he is. Yeah, but they're bashing Watson, and it's like I don't get it, dude. You are like a you're a limp noodle, Jack. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're bashing Watson. Yeah. I mean, this whole time he can't, he, you know, 
he gets vertigo. He can't look over a cliff. Right. He can't see a dead body, even though he's a doctor. Uh-huh. The other things are gross. He's afraid of snakes, and then he's not afraid of snakes. Yep. You know, <sighs> it was, yeah. I'm. I'm like, it was just, and it got worse as it went on until finally this home stretch, and I'm like, you know, he's, it, it, he's not Watson. No. And he's nowhere near the kind of man Watson is. No. At all. And and yet. I feel like, especially these last couple chapters, there's long sections where Holmes is like, ah, Henry, go take care of everything. I'm going to go sit down for a while. Yeah. It was... And then, like, it's just pages and pages yep. of Henry having conversations Correct. that make everybody feel awkward, you know? And it's yep. just like, at, at, at end of chapter 11, I'm like, is Holmes still in the story? I don't even mm-hmm. know sometimes. Yep. It, it was... Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it Vernier is is just it's what it, <laughs> it's so frustrating. I I don't know what Siciliano was trying to accomplish. I don't either. Um, it's beyond me. Yeah. You, I, I, like you, like we said, we, I, I don't know if if he hates <laughs> sh- the original. I don't know if he hates the canon, right? Or what he's trying to accomplish. It's definitely not a love letter to it. That's no. For sure. I mean, like, and like you were talking about in chapter 11. Yeah. Like, Diana's about to throw herself off of this cliff. Yeah. And what does Vernier do? He he basically chastises her. Yeah. Verbally berates her. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, last time I checked, that's not, that isn't how you get somebody to not throw themselves off a cliff. Right. If anything, that's how you push them to it. Yeah. I'm like, that's beyond me. And then you touched on about Selton. They're talking to him like like he's a stupid child. Right. It's like this dude been through an ordeal too. Yeah. The guy got all you you basically she liquored him up. Right. And now you have the love of your life looking at you thinking that you're a scoundrel. Right. And you're still drunk. Yeah. And you're trying to figure this out. And you and you're talking to him like he's an idiot? Yeah. And he's your client. He's your client. <laughs> he's the guy writing the check. Exactly. The he's paying you. <laughs> Why would you do that? It's so many things that don't make sense. Did here, Here's a question. Did I miss... Maybe I did. Did I miss when Holmes took Mrs. Troughton into his confidence... Previously, before he announces in chapter 12 that he just has her as an ally? They do. I mean, I believe they touch upon they that. They said it before? Okay, I they could do. have missed it. Okay, I um, didn't... They did touch upon When that. he said that, I'm like, since when? I, I didn't I didn't remember. But okay, I'll, gi- I'll, I'll give you that. It's yeah, a, I'll give him that. It's a combination of them, I guess, mentioning it offhandedly. Okay. But also, too, how close she was with Diana. Okay, all like, right. They were very close. Okay. Like, she was her confidant. So right. by proxy, it's like, okay, Holmes is like, I, I know I can trust you. Okay. Because you care about Diana as much as we do. Actually, more than we do. Yeah, yeah. You know, kind of deal. So I, I think that makes sense. Okay. Um, All right. I'm willing to buy into yeah. that. I'm willing to buy into that. That whole scene, and you touched upon it, like, that whole scene to me, I felt like I was watching Bumbling Idiots. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, you're 
you go in there and you confront her. You confront Lady Ver. Yeah. You confront her, and then you try to unconfront her. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, you try to unconfront her. Yeah. And what what was the point then? Especially when Holmes is like, oh, well, I, I need to catch her in the act. I'm like, yeah. then why did you show your hand now? Right. Why? Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. I agree. And then they're going to leave. They're going to leave Diana there. Right. That didn't make any sense. If the yep. danger is that great, mm-hmm. that even later Holmes is like, I've never been afraid or terrified more yeah. than anything in my life, which was a weird thing yep. uh, in general. But they're going to leave her there after staging this weird yeah. like, show mm-hmm. of them leaving. Mm-hmm. And I don't care that there were cops outside. Right. Like, they're outside. Right. They're out, and what they're out. What if she murders her in her sleep? Yup. They're not going to know. Nope, not a bit. No. Scorpion put in her bed. Poisonous snake. Yeah. Dead. You got no idea. Yeah. It uh, was uh, just Holmes thinking that they wanted her to be alive. Correct. And I, I, I don't... Believe me, there are times when Holmes takes gambles. Yeah. But at least the stuff I've read, I don't ever remember him doing something like that. Gambling with somebody else's life. In that fashion. Yeah. He'd always be close by. Yes. Him and Watson, they'd be they'd be there. He usually will leave Watson there. Yeah. And Holmes will pretend to leave or leave. Correct. Not he and Watson leaving. And they really leave. Yeah. They went to Whitby. Yeah. They didn't just... I think they went to Whitby. They or they went back to Lester yeah, Hill. They didn't stay outside. Yeah. They didn't go sneak back in the back door. Nope. They left. Yeah. It's such a frustrating... But book. before they left, Henry did have to get one more creepo moment in there as mm-hmm. he's talking about somebody's sensual lips on page 294. I don't think it's Michelle's. No, it's not. And Michelle is there. Yep. Yeah. I think, uh, oh, it's Angela. Angela's, ah. Angela's full sensual lips. Really, Henry? You had to get one more in. Yeah. Why not? It's... Alright. So, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Alright. Yeah. Onanism. <laughs> Onanism. <laughs> I was hoping that was going to be something good. <laughs> wow, onanism. What is onanism? This well, must you, be serious. Did you Google it? Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> At first, I'm like, because I, I didn't look it up yet. I'm like, yeah. wow, this must be serious. I wonder what this is. What's keeping this young man from from going to the love of his life? And I'm like, <laughs> masturbation. Yeah. Okay. And, and then it goes into this wives' tale of, well... Every time I commit the act, I'm less and less a man. And I only have so much stored up. And when it's gone, I'm useless as a man. <laughs> what? Yep. Um, my note, I have, it's called training. <laughs> At the end of the day, that's what it is. You're getting ready to be with whoever you're going to be with. Eat. Even from a religious perspective, mm-hmm. which seems to be where 
he got this these warnings. Correct. Even from a religious perspective, if if that is frowned on, there's no logical sense in the reasoning. Correct. And even if you say, I don't want to do that for religious reasons, for whatever reasons. Right. That's fine. But where where did that logic come from? Right. And I'll I'll give Siliciano the benefit of the doubt, mm-hmm. I suppose, and say that he pulled that logic from an actual something somewhere. Maybe. I have grown up in religious circles and right. I've never heard that specific logic <laughs> right. thrown out there. It confused me and I thought maybe there's a reason they talk to this guy like he's a little kid right. because he has no sense. And I'm not saying no sense for not wanting to do something. Right. No sense for believing that's the reason. Right. <laughs> yeah. And when I saw that this is the reason why, and I'm like... It was a letdown, right? It's a letdown. And I'm like, this is dumb. I've been waiting since, like, chapter three to find out why in the world this guy doesn't want to marry Diana. It was... I was under the impression, this whole book, that the reason why he was leery is because... Freaking packet of info that he got sent in the beginning. Right. And there's a part of him that's like, is this real? Is she a demon? Yeah. That's why he's afraid. And that would have been much more interesting. Absolutely. Instead, we find out it's just because... Yeah. This. Uh, Onanism. What a letdown. It is. Of a twist. It is, man. I'm like... And and that kind of leads me... And obviously we could talk about more stuff. But this is for me, this is a lead into yeah. unanswered questions. Sure. Yeah. He talks to Angela. Sherlock talk first time he like talks to Angela. Right. And you know, she's like, Oh, I know speak English. And he says something to her in Italian. Yeah. She says something back in Italian, which we don't get a translation for. Yeah. And Holmes goes, You and I are gonna talk. I don't think they ever talked. <laughs> I don't think we we're ever no, told about I that. I think you're probably right. Never touch back on it. Yeah. I'm like, well, okay. Um, yeah. Great. Um, also, too, we never found out the trick with the worm. I was so mad about that. So was I. Because I'm like, okay, now we're going to get there. And then he's like, see if you can find out where they're keeping all the stuff for the fake worm. Like, oh, they're not going to tell us. No, man. They're it's not going to tell us. And they didn't. Yep. It's a cop out. The, lazy writing. It is. Because that was an elaborate hoax. Yeah. That was believed by many people in this story. Yep. So it, it had to be more than just some kind of weird kite fabric with a lantern in it. Yeah, it went above the trees. Yes. And we don't find out. Yep. We don't. And that's... I, I agree. That frustrated me to no end. But you know what? It really, it comes full circle. Because <clears throat> at the beginning of this book, one of the first things Holmes deduces, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm not telling you how I did it. And we're like, but there is no way he could have known that piece of information. Right. And he's like, but I'm not telling you. Mystery. I'm like, oh, 
because honestly, Siliciano can't figure it out. Right. He just has to say, look at this thing. But I'm not telling you how he did it because he doesn't know how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I agree 100%. And I also, too, sometimes when we talk about this on air, yeah. Things click in my head from stuff that you say. Mm. Like, I'm like, wow, what about this? Yeah. Or, Tom, I didn't know that. I'm, that's a good point. But <laughs> it's. Um, White Worm didn't find out what happened. Yeah, we don't find out what happens. It's all these unanswered questions. And I don't, that's what it was. We didn't really get any, like, wrap up from Holmes. No. He really didn't explain his train of thought. No. Clues that he had that led up to this stuff. Yeah. It was just, it ends. Yeah. He was like, aha, it's you, it's you. It's you, yup. And doesn't explain any how any way how he got there. No, the only Michelle is the only one that has given <laughs> real details here. It's it's remarkable. Um, it's frustrating. I, I don't understand it. Um, I, and again, this whole onanism deal. I'm like, it just doesn't make any sense. I feel like the the biggest problem is that it doesn't make any sense, this, this ending of this book. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. And here... <laughs> so, as this chapter ends, um, it ends with what I thought was, again, one more piece of Watson bashing. When, when, um, when Henry is keeping Holmes company by the fireplace and Holmes is smoking cigarettes Mm -hmm. and Holmes says, I'm just, I'm going to have one more and go to bed. And, uh, Henry says, well, I, I'm just going to stick around and make sure you only have one. Right. And then Holmes smiles. I feel like that's a full circle bash moment for Holmes chastising of how Watson, one of the reasons why they're not friends anymore is because Watson kept telling him to watch his, his, uh, substance, habits yeah right so there's one more bash for the for the long road but here's what and i alluded to this earlier so um holmes i'm sorry um henry and michelle are going back to their room at the end because all they think about is sex, apparently. All apparently, the time, right? Uh, <laughs> and so that is all they ever talk about. Uh, and so they're going back to their room. And again, we haven't seen Holmes for a long time. Yep. And Henry's like, ah, I got to go tell Holmes what happened. And I wrote down, even Henry forgets Holmes is in this story. Yep. And then a little couple pages later, Holmes says to Henry. As they're making fun of Watson, perhaps I should assume the role of Watson and write up your adventures, Henry. I could call this the case of the befuddled bachelor. And write up your adventures. Even Holmes thinks this is a Henry story. (laughs) You know what I mean? He says your adventures. Henry and Holmes both think this is not a Sherlock Holmes story. Yep. Because it's not. It's not. There's more Henry in this than there is Holmes. Absolutely. And if the other books that he's that Siciano's written is of the same caliber. Ah, yeah. Like, it almost feels like 
You wrote yourself as Henry Vernier. Yeah, yeah. Because you want to be Sherlock Holmes, but you don't want to be Sherlock Holmes. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be Sherlock Holmes without being Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. But you're not Sherlock Holmes either way. Right. Um, It was. It was the whole... I mean, like we said before, the whole last three chapters was so rushed through. It was. And it was it was shoddy writing. Yeah. Um, stuff's not explained. Unanswered questions. Um, and I get. I feel like this kind of ends pretty abruptly too. But yeah, it's it's very 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 strange in my opinion. The cherry on top of. All of this disappointment <laughs> comes at the very end. After we've heard enough of the groaning from the new couple yeah, man. that Henry keeps having to remind us ex- exists. <laughs> uh, um, and um, the next morning comes and they start to talk about wedding preparations. And they say, Henry's supposed to be the best man. And Holmes, very presumptuously, asks if he can have the honor of walking Diana down the aisle, yeah. giving her away. That's that's true. Yes, he does. And I said, no. Very <laughs> obviously to me, uh-huh. Henry should be walking Diana down the aisle. In that case, aisle. yeah. Yeah. Because... He has been there for Diana every step of the way. Correct. Very fatherly style figure to her. Or maybe not so fatherly. Well, in his mind, <laughs> not so much. But on mm-hmm. the surface, as far as she knows, right. never a improper thought. Correct. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, it all all book long, you've been so comforting to me, Dr. Veneer. Oh, thank you, Dr. Veneer. Oh, I don't... Has Holmes and Diana spoken? I don't even know if they've spoken directly to each other. Right. Most of this book. Mm-hmm. Why does Holmes all of a sudden want to pretend he has a daughter? <laughs> right. I don't get that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I... I not that Holmes should be the best man either. I don't know that Holmes should be involved in the wedding. He really <laughs> wasn't involved much in the story. So it's okay yeah. if he's not at the wedding. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. But uh, I was just like, one last disappointment, you know, uh, to me was, was that. Uh, you yeah. Know, I thought Henry should be walking down the aisle with and giving her away as a father figure. But, um, but no. So... And then it ended. They don't yep. go back to Baker Street. They don't go back to the city. You don't see the wedding. It just kind of ends. Yeah, there's no epilogue. No. It's like, and Holmes had no words. I don't know why Holmes was lost for words when she said, okay, you can give me away. Because he stinking asked for it. Yeah, man. He would be more of a loss for words if she said, no thanks. Yeah, or if she's <laughs> the one that offered. Yeah, yeah. He said, I want this great honor in your in your ceremony. That's it, man. And like, oh really? Me? Thank you. You You egotistical maniac. You you have asked for this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so nice of you to not ask me and I forced myself. I know. Very nice. He also is like, and Henry will be your best man. Like, Holmes is planning their wedding ceremony. Right. 
They, they can do it themselves. They are adult people, sort of. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I'm glad it's over. <laughs> I am too. It's a disappointing ending to a disappointing story. It really <laughs> is, man. And I said it at the beginning of this thing. <laughs> said it throughout. You don't take a trash book and try to elevate it. <laughs> it's true. And make an even worse trash book. I, I, I don't get it. Now, here, here's, I, I was re-perusing re, um, the author's note at the beginning. Okay. Uh, where he talks about the trash book he's basing it on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, certain of Stoker's characters made it into his story. And I don't know, is it worth looking up who they are, I wonder? I would, I would imagine it is. Yeah. Let's, let's see here. It's th- it's being th- we're completists here. Yeah, this is a live lookup of, of The White Worm uh, by Bram Stoker to see who the characters are in this story. Good old Wikipedia... I'm sure always reliable here, right? Either that or Tom's going to speed read the entire 400 pages of this novel for us right now on the air. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Adam Selton or Salton. Okay. S-A-L-T-O-N. Okay. As he is known here in there is the central character of the book. Okay. That's interesting. Yes, it seemed of like- Lesser Hill. Because it seemed like Vernier was the central character of the story. Yeah. It, <laughs> so we have him, Edgar Caswell. Okay. He is also in the story. Um, and Arabella March. Not Marsh. Okay. But March, like the month of Diana's mm. Grove. Yeah. And I think, if I remember correctly, um, it was Marabella... Ariola March. I think that's uh, that was the middle name. I, I, I do believe you're correct. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous. The average man would comment about how beautiful her legs are. You've got to hone in on one specific yeah. part. Oh, and Sir Nathaniel, also in the book. Okay, so the whole cast. The whole cast. There the is no Diana. Huh, okay. Diana looks like a new character. Yeah. Gotcha. Hmm, pardon me. Ah, but they use the dynamite to pulverize the actual white worm, because that's real, I think, in In the the, the the Stoker story. Correct. Uh, And Arabella. (laughs) The same time. (laughs) Oh, and Adam marries someone named Mimi. Interesting. Mimi Watford. So there you go. Um, Yeah, you know, 1911. That's when that's from. Yeah, man. 112 years ago. That's wild. Yeah. So anyway, uh, like we said, trash book and trash book again. Yeah. I don't know what made me think it was a short story. Because, like, initially when we were going to do this book... Yeah. And I'm like, oh, let me look this up. I'll read it. And I'm like, 400 pages, at least... Uh, as, as, <laughs> 400 pages, at least according to my iBooks. Yeah. I'm like, that's insanity. There's no way I can read that for this. 
Well, I, I, we work ten. We work ten hours. We work for a living. <laughs> Wait, there's a reason why Dracula is popular and the White Worm is not. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And there's a reason why Watson is popular and Henry Vernier is not. Absolutely. <laughs> That's probably the most frustrating thing of this whole book. It's like, if you're gonna tear down Watson, yeah, well then put somebody who's better than Watson in his place. Don't put a character in there where literally it has every, the it's it's the polar opposite of Watson. Right. Yeah. What's the point? I. Yeah, like I said, um, there's seven other books about the about Henry. Scary. I'm sure they're all the Henry show. Scary. Um, as as recent as 2021, I think, or 2022. Yeah. One of them came out, so there's probably going to be a ninth one, I guess. Obviously, some kind of deal yeah. with the devil has been made. But yeah. <laughs> right? And these books are not stopping. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe we just... We, we picked the ugly duckling. You know what I mean? But I, I, Mr. Siciliano, <laughs> this was a swing and a miss. Um, and number one, you wrote a book, so you know what? I haven't written a book. So. That's true. We have no books available yeah. now at Barnes and Noble, let alone so, nine. So yeah. good on you for that. Um, you know, you've obviously, obviously found a niche for these books because there's nine of them. People want them. Yeah. Um, but it's if you're gonna write a book like this, I would do it as a standalone. Yeah. Because if this is the first book like us that we pick up of your Sherlock Holmes series and read it, we don't want to read the rest of your work, sir. Yeah, I mean, and, it's and, true. And it could be a shame because you could very well have written incredible novels after this. Yeah. You know, but it's like, do I want to take the time to go read all that? Because I wasn't happy with this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or at least put like the Holmes and Vernier Adventures Volume 3 or something. Right. And then no one will pick this up and read it on its own. You know? Because right. I think when we picked this, we didn't we didn't pick it knowing it was part three of a series. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not, the story isn't part three, but right. obviously it's building on something. Yeah, that's the other thing. You know. Grimswold case was never explained, Tom. No, and it was never mentioned again after like no. the first half of the book. No. Nope. They couldn't stop talking about it all the way through the first half. Nope. They and then all of a sudden. Yep. And they alluded to some violet woman that's almost seemed romantically connected to Holmes. Yeah, I don't know what that was about either. Yeah, well, they don't revisit it any. No, either. no. So it's, it's, yeah. Um, and like we said last time, right, Tom? Like, hit our inbox, please. Yeah, oh yes, please. Please, we're begging you. If you love it, if you this, this is your favorite book. We would love to tell you why you're wrong, so please hit us up. Yeah, or if you want to say, you know what, I figured out more ways to hate this book that you guys didn't, <laughs> let us know too. Oh, please. And it's like, and like we said, we're, we're, you will not be judged if you like the book <laughs> and it's your favorite Sherlock Holmes yeah. book. Um, it just that's obviously didn't do it for us. Right. Uh, we gave our reasons why. Yeah. Um, but there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. Absolutely. Um, I was listening to a podcast episode talking about, you know, just this year with Sherlock Holmes being completely in the public domain. Right. And one of the questions was asked of somebody, well, aren't you afraid of basically watered-down quality Sherlock Holmes out there now? 
<laughs> that people are going to do. Like, prime example, like, I mean, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> and I, I felt like the response was a good one that was given, and it was, we may not like certain Sherlock Holmes stories, they may not be our favorite, but they are part of Sherlockiana. They yeah. are part of that. Um, and so even if they're not our favorite, we still kind of pat them on the head and yeah. you're still one of us. But, yeah. And I was like, you know what, that's true. Because, you know, there's always going to be the good and the bad. Absolutely. You know? Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there's far more non-Doyle Holmes stories out there than there are Doyle stories Correct. So, not everything is going to be great. I've read Sherlock Holmes books that have not been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes, this is one of the worst in my opinion, but, uh, right. you know, there's there's been bad ones out there, right? Yeah. It, let's not forget, Beaknose is not that far away yeah, from, man. from where we were. Um, there's going to be ones we like, there's going to be ones we don't like. Which we need to make shirts, by the way, of like Cane Face <laughs> and Tank Boy. <laughs> that's, that's our first piece of, piece of merch, folks. And that was my wife's idea. I Heart Beak Nose. <laughs> I Heart Beak Nose. That's it. I Heart Beak Nose Podcast. <laughs> that's awesome. And we got I Don't Heart Henry. I Don't Heart Henry. There you go. Back and front. Back and front. <laughs> So this is the third book now, Tom, that we've read. Yeah. Which seems... Uh, it's That's awesome, crazy, right? It's right? crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, it's absolutely crazy. And I, I think it's it's a, it's a an awesome sense of accomplishment. Absolutely. Um, for me, and I know... It, yeah, for you as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I was just thinking about... We've had, we've had three books, three different authors. Mm. Um, and although, like, I loved Sherlock Holmes versus Dracula, I'd have to say... My money is on Love Grove right now for I'm with you. The best I've I really read. am. I and even you know, I loved Holmes Dracula the second time. Yeah. Uh yes, Christmas Demon, Love Grove, that is that has been my favorite of these three by yep. far. It's the, has been the most intricate story. The mystery was good. Yep. The characters were developed well. New things were brought to the table while still Holding the own in high regard. Correct. Hands down. Hands down. Um, I, I think that definitely some more Love Grove is in our future. Oh, yeah. those That Three Winter Terrors is still out there. Yep. It's And if, if you take into consideration from the start of the canon till now, I mean, we've got 130 years worth of Sherlock Holmes material to, to, that we can look yeah, at and peruse. absolutely. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's just books. That's not including, I mean, plays or, or movies, yeah. radio shows. Oh, yeah. Um, it it still blows my mind that I'm like, wow, this is a 130-year-old fandom. <laughs> it's wild to me. It's true. Um, and I think sometimes when people people hear, as soon as... So as soon as you hear a Sherlock Holmes club, you're like, okay, well that's lame, <laughs> and it's like, no, it's it's not, it's not, right. you know, it's not, we're not LARPing here. Yeah. <laughs> this has stood the test of time. It absolutely has. For those of you who don't know what LARPing is, it's live <laughs> action role play. Um, so basically, uh, 
you and your friends dress up as uh, either knights in shining armor or wizards or mythical characters, and uh, you bring the life of uh, fantasy battle to to life. <laughs> <coughs> Pardon me. So yeah, that's what LARPing is. Um, but yeah, it's it's not what this is. It's I mean, from nineteen forty six onward, it was a literary the BSI was a literary yeah. society, um, and it's that's what I love too is that. We can have in this in this genre. We can have highbrow literary criticism, yeah, and then we could just have. Let's talk about this book, right? Yeah, you know, like and everything <laughs> in between, yeah. Um, and it's all it's all good stuff. Um, and I, uh, that's I think that's one of the reasons why I love it so much is because there's just so much thought put into it. Oh yeah, I don't think there's any character. Maybe James Bond, um, but as far as literary works go and in, in, in prose, uh, of sh- of of a character being talked about more than Sherlock Holmes. Oh yeah, um, I mean, and honestly, James Bond is more talked about for film versions than he is for the original Ian Fleming book versions. Yeah, at least that's what it seems to me as yeah. well. I agree. Um, yeah, uh, it's a bad book. <laughs> well, what's our next book? Uh, our next book is going to be The Private Life of Sherlock Holmes by Vincent Starrett. So that is what is next. Um, I don't know how many chapters are in this thing, folks, but um, <laughs> just take the book, divide it by four. Yeah, there you go. pretty much. Um, that's what we're trying to do at least right now. Maybe at some point we'll try to do two books a month, but right now I think... One book a month is a decent pace. I agree. So we're, we're both of us are busy enough with others. We both have jobs. Um, you know, Tom Tom here runs a youth group for his church. Yeah. Um, you know, just there's a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. So so until Titan comes calling, that's it. <laughs> until Titan comes calling or and Caldor comes back in business <laughs> yeah. and sponsors us. Sponsors us. Can you imagine that? Yeah. <laughs> Irish Rock Podcast sponsored by Caldor. <laughs> Caldor. <laughs> Did they come back for this? <laughs> Just for this. this is, you're their ticket, huh? This is it. <laughs> um, any any other closing comments, Tom, on the white worms? No, I don't. Uh, other than I'm happy to close it. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> and uh, again, I'm drawn back to a couple weeks ago and Henry's line, what a stink. You know, I think that's, <laughs> that will forever be my, my defining comment for... For this book. Uh, yep. <laughs> I just, I wish Sherlock Holmes was in it. That's yeah, the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's yeah. a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> Next time we'll have to read one with Holmes. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, this is I Heart Sherlock. Correct. Yeah. And I think that should be made clearer. Uh, and maybe you said this already. I think that should may- be made clearer with these books is like anybody out there, anybody who's writing a book, Sherlock Holmes book, if you've done something drastically different such as there's borderline no Sherlock in this and guess what there's no Watson um put it on the cover like the adventures of Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Vernier yeah. warning does not contain Watson, Watson. yeah um because that's I mean we, we said hey let's read this book we 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 you know we told all of our all of our listeners about it yeah and then we cracked this book to start and we're like who's Dr. Vernier yeah. 
oh, wow, there's no Watson, and they hate Watson. <laughs> and I'm like, well, we're in for a penny, in for a pound here. And like I yeah. said, we're, we're completists. We so did. We finished it. We did it. So, but, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to bust into the private life of Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, that's supposed to be a, a, a classic. Yeah. Classic uh, pastiche. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be. And, and Vincent Starrett was, you know, one of the one of the integral members of the Baker Street Regulars. Mm. Um, so it's it's definitely one of the staples of uh, the Sherlock Holmes genre. Yeah. So that's going to be fun to dig into that and really just uh, see what that's all about. Absolutely. Um, and then uh, next week are, we're continuing on with the memoirs of Sherlock Holmes with the Glorious Scott Case. Yeah. Um, which... Uh, according to some scholars, it's considered to be the first case that Watson um, penned and oh. is in Sherlock's first case. Okay. Um, because, and, to- and Holmes retells the tale uh, about the Gloria Scott case and how that was his first Yeah, case. there are a few that Holmes tells, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. it is pretty cool. Um, so we're going to be doing that next week. Uh, excited for that. Um, again, hit us up, please. Yeah, please. Um, we'd love to hear from you all. Uh, Tom and I both, um, give us your theories, give us your ideas. You got an idea for a book that we should read. Let us know. Yeah, I please. Mean, if we got mul- if, you, if we get multiple book recommendations, we'll, we'll do, we'll do a survey. We'll do a poll. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Right. And then whoever, whoever votes the most for the one, that's the one we'll read. Yeah. So, if you got some links to some cool lists about Sherlock Holmes that we can dive into, like we did, you know, worst movies, best actors, you know, we'll we'll talk about some of them too, you know. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I think that's awesome, a hundred percent. But th- thank you as always for tuning in, um, and for being on this journey with us through the White Worm. <laughs> like uh, it or not, like it. Or thank not. you for being with us. <laughs> Take it or leave it. Um, <laughs> If, if for those of you who have read this book along with us, good for you. Yeah. Um, and you, you stuck with it, you, good for you. You deserve a reward. You deserve a reward. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get one from us, but yeah, we're not. Yeah. Yeah, we're not sponsored yet, no. so I don't have any merchandise no. to give away yet. But we have uh, gift cards to Caldor that are available for the first three DMs. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they did expire in 1997. I hope that's not a problem. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and all the stakes from Sizzler that you can handle. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> Yep, thanks again for tuning in, kids. And then uh, we will uh, be on the air again next week. Right, Tom? (laughs) Yep. Have a good one. Have a good one. Thank you, everybody, for joining us once again for iHeart Sherlock Podcast. You could be doing anything with anybody anywhere right now, but you've decided to take your hard-earned free time and stop by and listen to Tom and I uh, chew the fat about some Sherlock Holmes stories. We're so glad that you joined us today. We're looking forward to next time, where we'll continue having a good time sleuthing together. Yes, sir. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, and please click and like uh, and subscribe on Spotify. 
uh, and coming soon to other podcast platforms.